0: Welcome back to the Stellar Seller Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Mason Boyd, joined, as always, by Glenn Enotes Jr. And guess who's back? Souza's back. Matthew That's Susan. right, I am. Our it's Permacus. a big day today. Yeah, um, where'd Very you go? Day. How
1: was Applebee's with Paul?
2: Oh, it was good. How'd you know?
1: Because there's no other... No other explanation for you missing a podcast and going out to you with Paul.
2: I can't believe you guys actually uh, I can't believe you guys remember Paul. I can't believe we're actually talking about that in 2022 right now.
1: I I'm never gonna forget Paul. So I'll tell you what, All last right, week fair Mason. We yeah we did a pretty good job without Susan here. Because we did the old we did the old uh, Vince McMahonism, no not pay off insane amounts of money to cover rape allegations. But um, what we did is when we have an attraction and the attraction can't make it, the attraction being Susan, you have to replace it with something better that the people want to see. So not only did we have one guest, Craig Heiler, friend of the plot, watching in live right now, about to get the number eight pick, but we also (laughs) had Tampa Bay Buccaneers Expertise, Zach Aaron's. That's he right. Pretty good job.
0: We covered the NFC South. Fantastic job, I would say. Honestly, um, you know, greatly appreciated both of them stepping in. Um, you know, as as we mentioned last week, when they were on here, we thank them. We thank them for their time. But uh, but yeah, man, Souza. It's good to have you back, brother. Um, good to be back. You know, I hope I hope Crapplebee's was worth it with Paul. Um, Crapplebee's. Did you get the five dollar apps?
2: No. No. Two for twenty though.
0: Oh, okay, okay. I respect it. But, I mean, it comes uh, with an app too.
2: Pretty sure. Or well, at least a two twenty for two for twenty five.
1: Yeah. I think it does. I think does. Applebee's is a
2: great place.
0: Um. You. Oh. Mason your mic's sorry. muted sorry you're entitled to that opinion but I respectfully disagree
2: because sure. you picked up cold food
0: one time no no Souza. it's just a bad restaurant we're not getting into this again alright alright right. I'll get you one of those fucking gift cards for your birthday next year that has Applebee's and Outback and all the other fucking restaurants on it and you can go there <laughs> okay feel free
2: Oh goodness! You
1: you could take me. Matter of fact, you're gonna have to take me because uh, looks like we got some news. Oh yeah, hit it. The news with Susan.
2: (laughs) So let's lay. Let's lay down (laughs) the foundation of this first headline. Glenn and I, a couple episodes ago, made a bet.
1: Here we go.
2: I bet, Glenn, that Josh Jacobs would average more points per game than Antonio Gibson. As long as both of them play at least 12 games, we'd average out their points per game and see who did better. Gibson was on the decline. I mean, this dude is fielding punts. He's not playing with the ones. He's fumbling and can't. Bad, bad, bad. You have the rookie, Brian Robinson taking his job away it's just getting worse by the day worse by the week um making my side of the bat looking that much better well with a stroke of some glenn luck <laughs> uh, this is actually pretty serious this guy brian robinson the guy who took <laughs> antonio gibson's job got shot in an uh, attempted carjacking
0: he susan set this up like it was about to be like oh like it was yeah, some big like- fucking joke. Yeah, and then he goes, this is actually pretty serious. Oh, uh, he got shot. <laughs> uh, yeah, one, one so
2: oh.
1: all right, he's... He got shot.
2: He's All right, this guy's fine. He got shot in the glute and the lower leg in an apparent or an attempted carjacking. Non-life-threatening. Um, the thing is, we don't know exactly what his timetable is. That's not even, like, on the table right now. Um, not too... There, no one's concerned about it. This is this dude's life we're talking about. Um, he's not been ruled out for playing in the season. We just don't know when that will be. So, therefore, Antonio Gibson should be the lead back
1: to start the season. Which means, guess what, Mason? Once I unlock you with 5,000 coins, I'm going to tell you. Shut the fuck up. That I'm going to Applebee's.
2: We got a long way to go, my friend, because when he fumbles week one to start, we're going to have to see a lot of McKissick.
1: McKissick, my actually, ass. How about they actually that?
2: Released, <laughs> they actually released um, former rookie Jarrett Patterson, who was another running back prospect that had some attention last year, but they he got cut. So now it's just Gibson, McKissick, and uh, and Brian Robinson, who we have no idea what's going on with him. So we'll see of uh. we'll a, a week or so.
0: But On a real note, obviously uh, very, very serious and, and scary news and hope the best for, for Brian Robinson. That is awful what happened to him. Um, but, yeah. I mean, just can't
2: believe the story I'm going to be telling at the end of the year saying I'm losing this bet. I'm paying for Glenn's dinner because my – and when, when everything was going my way before the season even started, this bet was over. <laughs> the dude gets shot? And that's why I'm going to lose the bet? Like, that is – it hasn't happened yet. <laughs> Bet's not over. But, I uh, mean, see, okay. this might be one of the craziest stories <laughs> we have.
1: To be serious for a second. I can laugh about it because he's okay. <laughs> yeah, he's fine. <laughs> yeah. Obviously. <laughs> Right, obviously, <laughs> if he wasn't okay, it just wouldn't. We'd probably, I don't know, I don't know what we'd at do.
2: least right now would be serious. But by the end of the season, I'd definitely be harping on it, yeah. As uh, I can't believe it no happened.
1: No joke, is too soon here on the Stellar Seller podcast. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, that's have, it, right. Uh, see, the thing is, our group chat that we have, us three, it's not called the Stellar Seller podcast. It's not called fucking Brunson Westport. It's called assholes because we are three
0: assholes. Hey, I don't co-sign on this, okay? Yes, you do. Don't let yes, me in. you do. Guilty
2: by association. Yep.
0: You guys the guy, you guys are the ones called <laughs> <go>, shut up.
2: <laughs> yep. You haven't had a chance to laugh. That's why.
0: I'm not laughing. I'm real bad dinner on
2: it. Um,
0: Anyways,
2: Oh it. god. On. We'll see what Susan? happens. Um. Okay, Marlon Mack got yeeted from the Texans today,
1: Oof.
2: which only cements rookie running back Damian Pierce as the RB one for a terrible team. Pissed, Who's but an RB one.
0: You know what, what that means? Who's got him? Volume. You do. Shut up, Glenn. I know. I'm just yeah. am Pierce. Mad. Because Damian, Pe- I've been, I have been following Damian. Pe- I've been watching him like a hawk this mm. whole off season. And his ADP, he was first. It was in the in the eighth round. Then it was in the seventh round. And then last week he was creeping up into the sixth. And I was like, yeah. "Stop!" And then Marla Max gone. Now he's gonna go even earlier, which means True. some motherfucker's gonna take him in the fifth or fourth round now. And I can't feel as good about it. But- yeah,
2: Glenn just snagged him last night in our draft before Marlon Matt got cut. He whipped out his Inspector Gadget extendo Arm and grabbed him, brought him right back up to the.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I'm I just kidding. I did. It was a. It was reach.
2: a solid pick. Um, and and like I was telling you, when you're at the back or even the first, the front or back of the draft, you kind of have you're forced to reach. If you want a guy, there's no way he's gonna make it back in 22 picks. You gotta you gotta go take yep. him. So, uh, yeah, let's see. Let's see. I mean, he's a lot of hype behind this guy. We haven't even seen him play yet. This is the NFL. This is the big leagues. That it is, Susan. that it
1: is. But you feel good as a Damian Pierce owner.
2: Yeah, you do. Your balls grew a little bit. A little bit. The Saints released Ian Book. Oh.
1: Oh, I know who. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think we all do. The guy that made it a fucking Susan Craig toilet bowl last year. That's right. Who the fuck is Ian Book? Oh, he's the guy
2: who gave Miami's D twenty five points in the semifinals.
1: Oh,
0: that he oh made it a to toilet bowl. God, I I forgot about that guy. How could I be so callous? Honestly, I mean, um,
2: Deshaun Watson eleven game suspension is final. It's underway.
1: So. Yeah, Count down the that. weeks. I got, I got nothing else to say. I asked yeah, no. about his political opinions last week, and he didn't really give me much. Uh,
2: what else we got here? Jalen Waddle isn't practicing right now, undisclosed injury. Keep keep an eye on that one. A lot of questionable tags he's, around this around the league right now.
1: He's probably got rug burn because his dick's so fucking big, it's just dragging against the turf. Nice. it's probably hurting them.
2: Um, Understandable. I love Jalen Waddle.
1: Give me some Jalen Waddle this year. Yeah, he's
2: you wanna good. Make another,
1: you want to make another dinner bet, Susan?
2: What's this, Waddle versus Reek? Yeah. I'm good with one One
0: dinner bet. Mason, <laughs> you want it? Waddle versus Reek?
1: You and me, man. We're going two for 25 at Applebee's. I would have to...
0: <laughs> I would have to... Freaking take stock in Tyreek Hill though that would pain me. You don't have to draft
1: him; you just got to bet dinner on him.
0: Nah, all right, fine.
1: Let's do it. Nice. shake, virtual shake.
2: If I had to pick size, Mason, I would go with Reek.
0: Um, y'all, y'all I'm not putting money, money on it. <laughs> Souza, uh, yeah. You know what? I'd rather be on the side of Tyreek Hill at like bet wise. Not
2: yeah, not not like he's my league. dad or anything. Uh, I wouldn't want that. I don't want like to be on his family.
0: Okay, all right, pal. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> come on. All right. This, this on. is the most viewers that we've had because people are gonna watch the draft order, and you're blowing it. You're blowing it.
2: <laughs> I'm blowing it. No, come on. I'm giving some good news. Ravens signed Kenyon Drake, and this uh, means two things. How's that good news? What? It's 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 bad news. All around. It's bad news for your uh, J.K. Dobbins owners because it just Uh goes to show that there's less confidence in the health of the running backs. They need more depth. They already have Mike Davis, who seemed to be the guy who's probably going to start week one. I have a couple shares of him, and it's bad news for that because now we got Uh Kenyon Drake stepping in. And um, if Dobbins, Gus Edwards aren't able to go, it's going to be a muddied situation. You're going to have Mike Davis. You're going to have Kenyon Drake. You're not going to want to start any of them. Um, but to me, that that says it's a little bit bad for uh, the injuries with with Dobbins and Gus Edwards. Um, to me, that's that's what that's saying to me.
1: I think it's just uh, insurance for Mike Davis with Gus Edwards out for four weeks. I think Ken and Drake gets cut by October. Well, God. the thing is,
2: is we did, we weren't sure if J.K. Dobbins was going to be ready to go, and this tells me he's probably not.
1: Not for one, saying. at least. But I, I think the injury to Gus Edwards is more telling of it because week one, you're going to have Mike Davis out there. If J.K. Dobbins is not ready to go, you're not going to have Gus for four weeks. So Mike Davis is going to need some water breaks. That means oh yeah, out, out goes Kenyon Drake.
0: Well, uh, to talk about J.K. Dobbins, actually, I saw a report that said uh, either someone on the Ravens, Ravens coaching staff, or there was just a report from a source that JK Dobbins isn't going to get a lot of usage in the beginning of the season. They're gonna they're gonna limit his snaps, I
2: think. I believe uh, Panacho drafted him last night.
0: Well I mean look, I got, but that's, that's the thing about that's the thing about Dobbins though, is I don't think you're drafting him to be someone who's gonna win you games early in the season, more so he's gonna be a guy that should finish the year strong. Um this is coming back from a significant knee injury, which we discussed a little bit last week. SUSE. Uh, you need it but, to run,
2: I'm sure you guys said.
0: What? Did you say you need it to run? Uh I did not say that. But I mean you're not wrong. So yeah, you kinda do need it to run. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, just uh, you know, if you're expecting him to perform for you in September, uh, I wouldn't necessarily bet on that. That's all I'm saying. So,
2: Clint, I lied to you last night. Said so Jimmy Garoppolo was going to sign a contract that way him the highest paid quarterback. The highest paid backup quarterback is uh, the fine print that I miss. I, I overlooked when I read the, the notifications. He'll be the highest paid backup in the NFL as he signs a contract with the 49ers. And of course, Trey Lance is uh, is the guy to go going forward, uh, the starter, starting quarterback.
1: So you told me I made a good trade.
2: Oh, yeah. I, yep. No doubt about it. All right, cool. Cool, man. I think um, I still hear the dump truck outside your house dropping off the load that you just traded for.
1: Oh, you calling Aaron Jones a load?
2: I like Aaron Jones. No, no, no. You The load you traded for, you received the load.
0: Oh, 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 oh.
2: Is the dump trucks at your house dropping
0: it off? I think so what he's saying much. is you got yeah you got too much in return. That's what he's. Saying. I got I got it's, a haul.
1: Is what you're saying?
2: You got a haul.
0: Oh, and no, the those... is,
2: who aren't who weren't hearing before on the stream? Which I don't know why you're not watching the stream.
1: Dynasty yeah. League: Glenn Come traded ass. Aaron
2: Jones, just Aaron Jones, for James Conner, for Mike Gosecki, for Trey Lance and a first-round pick next year. That's pretty crazy. I think, Glenn, hit the uh ching button unless you have an applause
1: button. Uh, do I? <laughs> <laughs> it's not it. It's not it either. Um, did it come through? Did you not hear it? I didn't.
0: I didn't hear it. No, I didn't hear it.
1: But anyway, what else we got here? Sometimes it's weird. I can hear it in my thing, but sometimes it doesn't register. I you feel like translate. it's just like a,
2: a Zoom thing. Sometimes even there's the microphone doesn't come over if someone's talking or something like that. But uh, I'll go oh, quick yeah. here. Go ahead. Oh, uh, Lavisca Chanel is being traded to the Panthers. So, no no longer a Jag. We have um, Juju's returning to practice. He just had a knee injury. Najee Harris should be fine for the regular season after dealing with the Liz Frank sprain early in the preseason.
1: I didn't even know he had
2: that. Uh, At least 12 teams called the Vikings about Alexander Madison. That's interesting. Darren Waller extended on on the Raiders 16 mil a year. MVS is out of concussion protocol, and that's really about all I got. I'll scroll oh, for a little bit. but One
0: of the offensive linemen for the Cowboys get hurt, Glenn?
2: Oh, yeah, a major, major player.
0: Uh, Trey, Trey... Ty-
1: Tyron Smith again. Tyron Smith, there you go. That's who it is. And it's not good. And he's probably going to miss the majority of the season. Probably won't come back until – if I had to guess my doctor analysis, I think they're saying like late November.
0: This at best yeah he tore his uh tore his hammy off the bone off the bone ham
2: that that's a very tender tender leg he's got just comes right off the bone he that's was just that, running dude
1: he was running upfield is he old yeah he kind of is but maybe he just didn't stretch he's still good that's tough hot in texas
2: like i was uh i was um very on board with drafting Zeke in, like, the third, fourth round. Now, I'm a little hesitant. I'm a little hesitant, honestly. Obviously, that guy, he makes a big difference to that line, and it he might does. change the way they play the game a little bit.
1: he does, I don't think it's going to affect the value of any Cowboys players. Last Maybe he's still last a good year, value, a,
2: but just not as good. Last year, they was
1: banged-up offensive line the whole year. And the most penalized offensive line the whole year. And Cowboys still finished, I'm pretty sure,
0: as the top offenses in the league.
2: Numbers don't lie.
0: And they spelled disaster for you at sacrifice. That's right, Mason. That's, That's it. Right. That's the
2: news.
1: That's the news, right? Good, because we are previewing our last division of the NFL before next week when it's, it's big time it's real time next week we're gonna have all our fantasy teams drafted we're gonna be ready to go and we're gonna be talking week one but before we do that we still have to talk about four more teams in the nfl and what we think of them going forward for 2022 so mason you've been doing a pretty good job what do you want to start
0: with um let's see let's see if the... Well, first of all, should disclose. Doing that well, did you say you think we're doing the NFC West? Yes. Doing the NFC West. Uh so we got we got the Seahawks, we got the 49ers, we got the Rams, and we have Cardinals. It? Cardinals, thank you. Uh let's start with let's go alphabetical order, baby. Start with the Cardinals.
1: All right. MVPs. What's it going to be? <laughs> are, you guys, are you guys afraid to tell me your MVP? I,
2: I'm having a hard time between Murray and James Conner, as, well, as well as potential upside of Marquise Brown. It's kind of uh, – I'm having a tough time, but I'm going to go with – if there's one guy I want on this team – it's gonna be Kyler Murray. Any uh, type yeah. of high Russian quarterback is just gonna be so advantageous. Gotta roll
1: him out.
0: Uh yeah, I'm gonna go Kyler as well. Um, to be honest. Even though I'm not uh, a huge fan, but this is yeah, Mesa. So. Uh,
1: I wanna talk about that. I'm gonna say Kyler as well as my MVP. I want you to tell us why you're not a huge fan, because last night in a dynasty draft, oh I saw you chose.
0: Dak Prescott over Kyler Murray. Um, Yeah, I just look, I like Kyler. I've been a fan of his for a while. Number one, I don't like all the bullshit that's been happening with him in the offseason, him being incredibly petty with the Cardinals. Um, you know, say what you want about the the film study thing. Obviously, if that is true, that's a little bit jarring. But I think my biggest problem, my biggest problem with him is the way that he finished last year. I think, you know, you're looking for someone to be consistent. Obviously, DeAndre Hopkins got uh, was hurt for quite a few games last year. But, I mean, the way that Arizona's offense started, absolutely on fire. And Kyler looked like the guy that he was advertised as. But, like, you know, later on in the season, he just wasn't really consistent, you know? There was quite a few dud games in there, and I don't know. I just yeah, he, he, had his,
2: he had his worst season. Only QB yeah. ten. You people draft him to be a top five QB. I mean, well, actually, he missed three games. That's going to play a big role into it.
0: Yeah, but. I don't know. I just, I just did not feel great about. Him. I don't feel great about him. Um, and I hope that he turns around this year. You know what I mean? Like, I was very close to taking him because he actually felt quite a bit. More than I thought he was going to. I was surprised that he even made it back to me, to be honest. But I thought to in, Dak. To put it in
1: perspective, last night, uh, I don't know what round he went in. But the year prior to this, last year, I did a startup dynasty draft, and I chose Kyler on the back end. I should actually, I should say, on the front end. Oh, it should be the back end. I had picked twelve. And I took Kyler with my second pick in dynasty draft. So. I guess, I don't know if the drop-off is that alarming from year to year. I don't know if it's just that league. I don't know if it was me reaching for him. But with mobility and Kyler Murray, I think when you combine mobility and throwing the football, it's tough because Josh Allen's up there. I was going to say Kyler's the best. But Josh Allen's up there. Lamar is probably the best mobile quarterback, obviously, but he doesn't throw the football as much as he should. Kyler does both, and he did both season prior. Um, Now he's got that money underneath him. He's not going to have DeAndre Hopkins for eight weeks. So that could play a factor into it. Six weeks. That's not that bad. Six weeks. Um, So that's going to play a factor into it. Are you sure it's six? Oh, it was eight.
0: Hopkins I, is, I own uh, him. Yeah, should it's six. Be, should be six. Yeah, six. It's six games.
2: Yeah, he won't be able to suit up until week seven. That says.
0: I just thought that last night, specifically, I thought that Dak is. I feel like Dak is a safer pick. Like he's he's very much a known commodity. Where Kyler has had inconsistencies and. In, I don't yeah, know. This we year just, alone, you
2: thought he might be on a new team. Like, yeah, what? <laughs>
0: it, it could just be a very volatile situation there. You know what I mean? And I I don't know. I just felt more comfortable taking Dak in that spot personally. Um, you Nothing know, wrong comparatively with that. speaking to the quarterbacks that were going to be like Brady would have been, I think, on the backswing. And I guess I could have taken like, you know, someone like Lawrence or Field, someone that's high upside later on. But Dak is a good quarterback in the sense that he's relatively young um you know what you have there he's been in the league for a few years he's been very consistent um so i have i have no problem with dak comparatively speaking to to kyler so but kyler's still my mvp for the team um specifically yep. because for all of us. Hopkins. yeah um well, specifically cuz the offense still can operate at a very high level so yeah i mean
2: they got aj green
0: Shut up. <laughs>
2: uh I'm liking Marquise Brown, though. He's going to be my X Factor. New team. He has shown flashes, but he hasn't finished as a top guy. His finishes have been, uh what's this, like mid to low wide receiver two. Last year, the year before that, high-end wide receiver three. He missed um two games last year, it looks like. Right?
0: Yeah, I believe so.
2: Um, and he's, I'm kind of surprised he finished this low and probably cause a lot of, he had a lot of mediocre games, but he also had a lot of great games last year. Talking 19, 23, 19, 33, 19, 20, you know, 14. Actually, you know what? Probably cause I'm looking at him in a full PPR league.
0: No, I think he did have quite a few games where he was, he was good. It's just, uh,
2: I think the difference was Lamar Jackson.
0: Yeah. I because mean, Lamar
2: look. Jackson, he didn't have um, – he had plenty of mediocre games of uh, two points, four points, six points, five points. I mean, points, so. still,
0: his most receptions, his most yards, uh, and his, uh, it wasn't his most touchdowns. That's where he was lacking the most. He had six <clears throat> touchdowns, which was actually his lowest touchdown total. But everywhere else was his highest in his career. So, yep. you know, I mean, and- I understand. So, here's my thing. Um my X factor is actually James Conner because I want to see if the running back on the Cardinals can be consistent because if they have a consistent option at running back like James Conner actually, you know, he was a touchdown machine last year. Uh I mean, he was pretty good like he was great. When he got, you know, since he went to to Arizona. So I think it's going to be important to see if he will carry that over or if it was kind of a flash in the pan, kind of like how Kenyon Drake had that very, very strong end to a season. But then the following season, he literally just fell off a cliff. <laughs> Coincidentally, when I drafted him. So, yeah.
2: Yeah, I'm liking the fact that he has Kyler Murray thrown to him. He doesn't have the best completion or, or catch rate past two years. Pretty average last year, below average the year before that. I think Murray's gonna make a difference. And um, he had a thousand yards and six touchdowns last year. You get him some better passes. I think he uh and more accurate deep throws possibly. I think Marquise Brown could be a pretty big, pretty big player this year. I'm personally though, I don't I don't think I'm comfortable taking him where he is, but I believe in him. Uh, I think well, obviously not as much. Like if I'm not drafting him, but I think there's some serious potential there. X-factor can make or break your team.
1: He can, but I don't trust him because he has what we like to call flaccid dick hands. <laughs> and I think the guy, the pass catcher that you want to own, obviously is. DeAndre Hopkins when he comes back. But I think the lottery ticket on this team is Rondell Moore. Second-year wide receiver. He's a playmaker when the ball's in his hands. It's just the ball doesn't get in his hands, or at least it didn't in his rookie year. It did the first two games of last season. And then I traded James Conner, who the ball wasn't in his hands, for Rondell Moore. And then James Conner ended up being the number five running back and having a better season in Arizona than he did filling in for Le'Veon Bell that year that Bell sat the whole fucking season. So I did that. So when you say the Hall is coming to my house, I can make bad trades too, okay? And that was one of them. But James I believe Carter. in Rondo Moore this year, and I think um, I think he's the lottery ticket. I think I agree with Mason and James Conner being the extractor factor to see if he can do it again. Because right now where he's going doesn't match up to his adp you know I mean, i'm sorry his um what he did last year the number five running back doesn't match up with it where he's being drafted this year but if he does it
0: again you never know real quick yeah i do have a player to avoid on the cardinals and that is tight end zach Ertz. um <laughs> I I think... Green for a second. no no i mean why the fuck was draft a Green to begin with uh Zach <laughs> was visibly offended by that. Uh, for me, Zach Ertz, I think um, if you look at the games last year that DeAndre Hopkins had missed, Zach Ertz was the guy. So if you want to draft Zach Ertz for the early part of the season, go for it when, <laughs> when, uh, when uh, Hopkins isn't here, is, isn't there. But once Hopkins comes back, expect him to be that guy. Kyler's going to look for him. Zach Ertz is going to become an afterthought in that offense, especially with Marquise Brown there. You know, I think uh, Craig said actually in the chat, Brown played college ball with Murray, uh, which I did not know. But, but yeah, uh, I don't know. I just don't like. I don't like Zach Ertz after like the first six weeks think he has the potential to go off. They also drafted a second uh, a tight end in the second round, so uh and he's a relatively well-respected prospect from my understanding. So we'll see. We'll see what happens with Zach Ertz. But yeah, I don't trust I'll,
2: him. I'll, I'll, I'm avoiding him too. There's
1: no um, need.
0: He's got potential like
1: all tight ends do after that, like first five or six to do something to be a top ten tight end. Good quarterback, good wide receiving core around you, good offense. Mm-hmm. Hopefully it correlates with, as a tight end. I'm not that down on Zach Ertz because he's shown that in Arizona, he can be pretty good and he just, maybe just needs a full season to do it. Especially with the loss of Hopkins for however many games. wasn't. Did we confirm six or eight? Six. Six, okay. It's not that bad. So, yeah. Um, anything else about the Cardinals?
0: Nope. Negative Ghost Rider. Who's next? All right. Next is the Los Angeles Rams. Guys, who are your MVPs? <coughs> <coughs> okay. We're all in agreement. Cooper Cup? Cup. All right. Yeah, so, and it's not uh, it's
2: it's not even close.
0: Yeah, yeah. I so, don't even think we nearly need to elaborate on that. To
1: I'm honest. gonna elaborate a little bit because Sousa dropped some knowledge on me last night that I didn't know, Mason. Sousa said the mm. Cooper Cup last year had the best fantasy season by a wide receiver in history.
2: We witnessed it.
1: And Glenn challenged it. Really? And what about Randy Moss? I challenged it with Randy Moss. I challenged it with Michael Thomas. I challenged it with Marvin Harrison. I challenged it with Calvin Johnson. And we did the fact-checking. And in 17 games, you'd say that, that that could play a factor into it, Cooper Cup scored the most fantasy points um, than any wide receiver in history. That, That being said, it's a win. Fantasy was being tracked. Can't talk. I don't know about like the 80s with Jerry Rice because I'm sure he did some crazy shit too. But yeah. I, it's just, he got a triple crown. Receptions, yards, touchdowns. That's fucking unheard of.
2: Yeah, I mean, we're talking 1,947 yards, 16 touchdowns, um, 145 receptions. He was like this close to beating Michael Thomas's reception record and just as close of beating um was it calvin johnson's receiving record was it him or
1: yeah for yards
2: yeah he was like 19 yards short and six receptions shy of beating michael thomas and calvin for the receiving receptions and yards but again the extra game helps tremendously
0: oh yeah of course
2: But, yeah, pretty nuts, pretty nuts. He was a force, but obviously you can't expect that again. Now, do you draft him first overall? You can. Top two, top three. Because when I draft a guy, number one, I just want – or first in that that, um, position, first wide receiver off the board, I want the guy who has the highest chance of finishing top three. And I think that's Cooper Cup. Might not be one but he at least has the highest chance, I believe, to do it again.
0: See, the only thing that gives me pause is Matthew Stafford's elbow uh, because all reports that he's still dealing with a lingering elbow issue, which honestly hurts the stock of Allen Robinson as well, in That's my very opinion. true. Because if you have John Walford throwing them the ball, I mean, forget it, you know? Well,
2: that's actually a very good point, and I did forget about that. Um... And we know Stafford can, can fight through injuries to probably our fantasy player's detriment. If he just keeps going out there, not 100%, eventually gets himself hurt for the rest of the season, that's bad. That might make me go Jefferson over, over a cup for that fact alone.
1: I am picking Jefferson over a cup no matter what. No matter what. That's Man. how confident I am in Justin Jefferson this year? And it's not a knock on Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup can still finish top five. What he had last season, like I just said, is one of the craziest seasons in fantasy football history. And if you're drafting him, first, why does he the board? Think that he can come anywhere close to that? He's not. And it's tough to repeat as a top-skilled position in fantasy in back-to-back years. There's so many variables to it. Like you said, Matt Stafford's elbow. New wide receiver core. I know he gets Allen Robinson, loses Robert Woods. We don't know how that's going to affect him. You know? Uh, I think there's other talent who could also surpass him, like a Justin Jefferson, a Jamar Chase, even fucking, we don't know what Devontae Adams is going to do in Oakland. Oh!
0: Oh! Put a Damn. dollar in the jar. This is crazy. Jeez, dude. Oh, he left. Uh well, what I was gonna say, uh, Sousa, I guess who's your X factor? Because <laughs> for me, for me, it's uh oh. Also, I have I'm also in agreement with Glenn. I have personally more confidence in Justin Jefferson this year than Cooper Cup. But uh, my thing, uh, my X factor is uh Allen Robinson because Allen Robinson throughout his career has notoriously had absolute shit bums at quarterback whether it be Blake Bortles uh Nick Foles fucking Andy Dalton uh Meshi Trubisky, Justin Fields Justin Fields yeah i mean well he's more of an unknown but still uh you know it'll be interesting to see what he does on this team and like Glenn said we have to see If he can fill in that role that Robert Woods had and maybe even be better because right now, Van Jefferson's banged up. They don't really have a third option unless you want to count Tyler Higbee. Uh, They don't have like a standout uh, wide receiver three. So they're going to be doing a lot of the heavy lifting for this offense, which is fine. I mean, Cooper Cup showed last year, even if he gets double teamed or triple teamed, he can still perform. So we'll see what happens.
1: I said Oakland.
2: Yeah. Um, someone said uh, Al Robinson's stealing Cooper's targets. And I would just say that now that Robert Woods isn't there, you know, I think it somewhat balances out. We don't know how Alan Robinson is going to do. Is it that he's not good? Or is it just that he didn't care because he hated his quarterbacks? I think it's more so he didn't care because he hated his quarterbacks. Now he finally has someone who can throw to him. I like Robinson. Again, the Stafford elbow is, is, a, is a bother. My X factor is going to be – it's a good pick, Alan Robinson. I'm going to go with Cam Akers, though. It's a tricky situation because right now it sounds like it's going to be a committee. And they're both kind of dealing with some injuries. They should be able to play week one, but I don't know if any of them, Henderson and Cam Akers are 100%. But, and as a, and as a result, this whole offseason, it's like, hmm, maybe Henderson's a better value. You get him late and he's going to be playing a lot, maybe even 1A, 1B like type of situation. But I think Akers is ultimately going to win out fairly quickly and be a much better value than where you're going to draft him.
1: Um, let's not forget Sean McVay said – He has two running backs that could be considered 1A and 1A. Right.
0: (laughs) But I I like Daryl
1: Henderson. And I like Cam Akers. I like them both. I think you're right, Susan. I think Cam Akers ultimately is going to be the guy. It's tough to come back off an Achilles injury, though, which is why if you draft Cam Akers, you got to have Henderson too. Just the way it is. Just the way it is. And if you don't have him, get him. Yeah, pretty
2: much. I liked. I mean, I was really surprised. I think everyone was shocked to see Cam Akers play last year after that injury, and throughout the playoffs, he looked good, which was surprising. And I think he's obviously only going to be more healthy now, healthier now. So, um, but they are both good as a football team. It would be stupid to not use both of them, but. I'm just a little more worried about on Robinson than I am with Cam Akers. So I'm going to go with Akers.
0: Um, see, here's my thing. Uh, I actually, this well, I mean, I can just say it now. I am, I don't want to touch the Rams backfield because not only did Sean McVay say that they are both 1A and 1A or whatever the fuck he said, He also earlier said this week that Kieran Williams, the rookie running back that they drafted this past season, has had a phenomenal camp and he could be used in third down situations as well. So not only do you have both of them dealing with injury, not only do you have them probably splitting time in the backfield, you also have this rookie running back being introduced in third down situations as well. So it's just a mess, and honestly, it's a mess I don't really want to deal with. And if one of them emerges, whatever, you know what I mean? Like, I will, mm-hmm. I will gladly take the L there, but it's just there's so much uncertainty from a draft standpoint, and where Cam, Cam Akers is being drafted, you need him to be good for your – like, you need him to be good for your team where he's being drafted. I mean, he's going, he's going 36th or 37th overall right now. His yeah, ADP he's a locked-in like starter. He has to be exactly. a locked-in starter on your team. So, I mean, if if Daryl Henderson somehow usurps him in the pecking order or Kieran Williams takes significant snaps away, I don't know. I just – it. I don't feel comfortable taking him, especially at that spot.
1: I like Cam Akers as my RB, too. Um, yeah, it's tough. Because you could go. Would you say he was going thirty six? Uh, thirty seven. <laughs> so you could go. You could go. Wide receiver, wide receiver. Cam Akers is my RB one. That worries me. But if I get a running back before Acres and I have Acres as my RB two, I like that squad. I think he'll have enough volume throughout the year as long as he stays healthy to be fantasy relevant. High-powered offense like the uh, Rams. I got to think Akers gets goal line carries, too. I can't see it being Henderson or uh, fucking rookie, whatever you said his name was.
0: Kieran Uh, Williams.
1: Yeah, rookie words. Kieran. Kieran. K-Y-R-E-N. Kieran. Kieran. You know whose middle name's Kieran? No. Chris R. What? Huh? You guys never knew that? I don't think so. What Christopher X? Kieran, partner. Wow. Interesting. The more you know, right? I think he's going to yeah. name his kid that. I hope not. I really, really? hope not. X Factors. I'm going to go Allen Robinson. The reasons that we. That's discussed what Mason before. did, too. Um, I think, I think Cooper Cup is not going to have a godlike like season. And I think Allen Robinson, although he might not reach his full potential, like he has in prior years as a team wide receiver one, I think, I think we'll still be good enough with Matt Stafford to be a steady wide receiver too, and give you a, you know, solid fantasy output. You just hope it's consistent as always, but I, I like him on that, on that team. Um, he's the ex The, I don't like the tight ends.
2: Yeah, I'll just stay away from Higby. There was a, there was a, I dealt with him before.
1: I really liked Tyler Higby, but that was when Jared Goff was quarterback. Now it's, it's not the same.
2: It's just not happening.
1: Um, Anything else on the Rams? Besides Aaron Donald almost killing a man, <laughs> missed that in the news.
2: That's just like, that's just expected weekly action in the NFL. Feels like, oh, expected
1: weekly action. Let me let me lace up my cleats, go to a joint practice with a different team, and then you know just just expect fucking the strongest dude in the league to whale fucking helmets at my head.
2: As an expert. Fan, uh, football expected. analyst, which is which we all are, yeah. We have to expect that to happen at some point in the NFL, like all the teams, all the guys on every
1: team, shit like this just always happens. Susie, you want to die on the silver right now? I'm giving you a chance to back out and say that wheeling a fucking football helmet <laughs> like Miles Garrett just did two years ago, and we made such a big thing about it. This dude, Aaron Donald, doesn't at practice. Fucking expected. Now that Miles Cat <laughs> did it, it's fucking expected.
2: No, it's not. That in that exact incident is not expected. I'm just saying people acting up, getting in yeah. fights. That yeah, shit happens tension, all the time. Nah, no, 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 yeah. nah,
0: let's just let let's just let them kill each other. Fuck it. Who cares? Did
2: he did he make contact?
0: I sure hope not. If he think did that, know. dude has a fucking dent in his goddamn head now. For sure. It's like Maybe it's because it was a bad camera angle
1: from
2: the video I saw.
1: I don't know. But that's enough for the Rams. <laughs> Who's next?
2: Last but not least, uh, right?
0: No. What the? Oh, we got, we oh. got two. Craig says, Seattle. that's assault, brother. Seattle. Uh, Not going to lie. Usually Seattle, I'm like, yeah, Seahawks. Yeah. This year, I'm like, no, Seahawks. No. Yeah. They finally, like the team finally
2: matches their uniforms and it's just meh
1: what I love the Seahawks uniforms you don't like the Seahawks uniforms
2: I don't like that dark blue uh dark green combo it's just dark not green brother are you
0: colorblind it's literally neon green
2: neon green whatever same
0: same shit that's not the same shit. That's completely different. Opposite ends of the spectrum. <laughs> Let me
2: let's just bring let's just bring it up here. He goes yeah.
0: ah, same thing.
2: Nah, yeah, that, that's not that's not for me. That color scheme's not for me.
0: Uh, Dark
2: blue and green.
0: I like it. All right.
2: The gray ones too.
0: Oh, the gray ones are so clean. What do you mean? I love those. Nah. The neon green ones are a little bright. I will say that.
1: But uh, I I like Seattle's uniforms. And every time I
2: watch their game, it just feels like everything's gray. Like Seattle itself is gray. The field is like dull grass looking. The the uniforms don't pop.
0: It's very nice. It's a very nice city. Yeah, when it's not fucking pouring rain on your head. Didn't pour rain the whole time we were there. Sorry. (laughs) I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, Anecdotal evidence, baby. That means it never rains there.
1: I'm going to say my MVP for the Seattle Seahawks. Holy shit. It's got to be DK Metcalf just based off of pure talent and ability.
2: I can't believe this guy is only 24 years old.
1: Yeah, and you're fucking 40. He looks like he's going to be my
0: dad.
2: And he's (laughs) And he's been in the league for three years already. Not just only my
0: four. dad. Hey, we're old, man. Black, but... Yeah, we're old. I I agree. At least not. I mean, at least not from the waist down. You know. The thing that sucks is like you have to wait. What? The thing that sucks <laughs> is that you have to take everything like you know consistent fam- fantasy performers on this team. You have to take them with a grain of salt now because Russell Wilson's not there anymore, and Drew Locke is the quarterback. That is gross. That's disgusting. He stinks. That's...
2: Is he officially it's... the QB one?
0: I believe so. I think he was named the quarterback earlier this week. Let me look.
2: Four days ago, it says yeah. Gino Smith no, 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 was no. named starting quarterback. Yes.
0: Okay. So whatever. Gino? Tomato, tomato. They both Gino. stink.
2: I know. Which makes me want to go with like Penny or something. But even then, you got Kenneth Walker making a big deal.
0: Um, Tyler Lockett, yeah. forget
2: about it. He's already boom bust. Now, he's yeah, Tyler
0: Tyler Lockett. I guess we can talk about uh, you know who who our players are to avoid. I'm going Tyler Lockett person. I know I'm jumping the gun, but I'm going Tyler Lockett. I don't want I don't want anything to do with him personally. It's very he's already really boomer bust, and uh, yeah, just not. I don't I don't like it. It's not it's not great. I don't know. Metcalf, I'm reading
2: this sentence here. Metcalf had a solid connection with Smith last season, as he totaled 14 catches for 197 yards and three touchdowns during three games. That's a that little sample. That's that's pretty uh, promising.
1: If that's enough uh, for you to be getting him in the second round season? To...
2: Oh God, no, not the second round. It does give me more confidence in DK, but. I'm never going to I'm never going to have him on my team. The where where he's being drafted, where you have to take him, I'm not going to do it.
1: Just I can't. I can't do it. I love him. But is that not having Russell Wilson, it just fucking. It's, it's Russell Wilson to Geno Smith? It's better to just breaker. take the, the year breaker.
2: off, see how he does, evaluate next year. But I will take Rashad Penny. I will yeah, draft I'll, him.
1: I'll take Kenneth Walker, too. you want to do a bet, Penny and Walker, for dessert?
2: No, for
1: dessert. <laughs> um, uh, I like the running backs. No. I do. If there's anybody I want to own on this team, it's going to be Rashad Penny. It's going to be Ken Walker. And
2: Ken Walker might not even be ready to play week one, too. So if there's any debate, oh, it might be Penny, it might be Walker, who's going to take over. It's probably going to be Penny at least to start, and I expect a full workload. Uh, Carol's already said it uh, before, maybe a month or two ago, saying his guy's going to get 20 carries. He has no problem doing that.
1: Tyler Lockett's my X factor because, as much boomer bust he was with Russell Wilson, the numbers didn't lie. He still put together a good season with just being spurts. Um, if he can get some consistency with whoever's under center, whether it be Dino Smith or Drew Locke, he's gonna, you know, where he, where he's being drafted, if he can provide any upside from that, it's gonna help your fantasy Yeah, team. Yeah, you know, so he's my X Factor. And he could there's a chance he could outperform DK. Not saying how good that might be, given the scenario, but. It's so hard. DK's my MVP just based off a talent, but man. I am avoiding him at all costs. He's a fuck of the year candidate. I'll say it. I'll say it right here on this podcast. Say it again. DK Metcalf <laughs> is a fuck of the year candidate. He's not my I'm not, I'm not, I'm not proclaiming him the fuck of the year. Yeah. He is a candidate. I am steering clear. It's all yours, Greg.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, sure.
1: Um, Mason is probably pissing out 30 gallons right now. He said he had to be right back. But I want to
2: – That's all the teams, right?
1: No, there's one more we're missing. Jumping the gun. I know you're excited for the lottery. We're forgetting one more team.
2: 49ers. Oh, yeah. For some reason, I can't count. See? Um,
1: Let's just jump to the 49ers. Mason can jump in when he comes
2: back. Oh, you know why?
1: Why? Did you hate the 49ers?
2: No, no. For some reason, I was thinking we covered the Ravens because I was talking so much about Mike Davis and then looking up Lamar Jackson for Marquise Brown's stats, and
1: I was just lost. See the Ravens on in the
2: NFC West. Yeah, I know. I understand. I understand.
1: San Francisco 49ers. I'm telling you. Yeah.
2: If there's like if the NFL, if NFL teams have a strength and conditioning coach, I've been saying this. Someone's got to evaluate this shit. Because it's not just the running backs. Debo gets hurt. Uh Ayuk gets hurt. Kittle gets hurt. All the quarterbacks get hurt. Like everybody gets hurt on this goddamn team, and uh, we got to figure out why.
1: Well, thing is, San Francisco, um, the September months, it been in October. It's hot down there. Maybe. Maybe yeah. they're not getting hydrated as much as uh, they should be. Could be,
2: Could be it. That. I mean, we've Could seen be. the defensive coach while in the past. That guy, I forgot, I don't even know his name. He was always sweating, his old ball ass head. The, was he's the head
1: coach of the Jets now, fucking Robert yeah. and, uh, Saley. Saley. Saley? So. Salah. Salah. I always remember
2: seeing his sweaty head in those games. So, yeah, it's pretty hot down there.
1: Yeah,
2: cameras are but, fucking blue to him. He pissed me off. But the thing is about it, that sucks because there's so many good players on this team, and you're always, no matter which guy you pick, you're always Isn't worried they? about injury. And
1: then you're going to, like, take it to the fact that Kyle Shanahan's a dickhead. So, if you're Elijah Mitchell owner, and you're like, all right, fucking here we go. First and goal at the two. And then you look at your TV, and you're like, why the fuck is number 19 in the backfield? And then Debo runs it in for a touchdown. First and goal. You're like, what the fuck? What's the and, point of me owning the run? And that's
2: why, to what Craig just said, and I said this the year before and I didn't listen to myself, but I'm listening this time, there's going to be two things that that leads to. Um, definitely staying away from 49ers running backs, unless I'll take Trey Sermon late. There's no risk there. I'll take him late just in case. He's been looking pretty good.
0: The risk is your pride. Risk is maybe, risk. I guess.
2: And then – what, to what Glenn was just saying, Debo is my, my MVP because he's that guy. He's be- as long as he stays healthy, he's going to be a beast.
1: He's the most versatile player in fantasy. I sure
2: Cooper agree. Cup made people forget how good Debo was.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So you guys just moved on, I'm guessing, from the, from the Seahawks, obviously. I mean, we kind of oh, covered yeah, it all, well, the- Mason.
1: We talked uniforms. We talked how bad <laughs> they're going to be. I gave, uh, I gave an early preseason decision on how to take that DK Metcalf, albeit he's my MVP because based on talent alone and his ADP, he's a fuck of the year candidate.
0: I would agree with that. Yeah, I'm glad. Um, but what I wanted to say is my MVP for the 49ers is also Debo. Um, my thing is, though, I'm a little I'm a little bit nervous. About his usage because now you have Trey Lance there. It seems like there's a lot of reports that he has chemistry with Brandon Ayuk, um, not Debo. Also, the running backs obviously, Elijah Mitchell is projected to be that dude. So, I don't know. I think it's going to be interesting to see the usage that they have him in this year. So, honestly, I could see Debo being a little bit of a bust. I'm just saying. Oh, come on, man. I'm just saying. There's a lot. Like there is a lot. There is a lot of things that are different in the 49ers offense this year. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying.
2: Yeah, new quarterbacks uh, definitely something to consider. Especially one that can run.
1: I still like Debo. I, do too. I, still, I still draft Debo.
2: I mean, he finished two in standard, three in PPR. I mean, even this little blurb on his name says he should be considered a low wide receiver one, high wide receiver two. I think low wide receiver one's fine. He's not going to be exactly what he was last year, but I think he should still be a wide receiver one.
1: I mean, why can't he, why can't he be?
2: This is what Mason was saying. I think his, his insane rushing prowess that he showed last year might be dialed back a bit now that Jeff Wilson's healthy. Who? <laughs> Elijah Mitchell, <laughs> Jeff Wilson's there. Trey Sermon's looking good. I don't think Debo is going to be – and then Trey can run. I don't think Debo is going to be as necessary in the
1: backfield. I, think, I hope I'm wrong. I have stock in him. I hope you are too because – What you just said about Jeff Wilson being there doesn't factor into Debo Samuel Elijah Mitchell. Maybe if they want to establish him as the bell cow back, which the 49ers are fucking allergic to doing because that doesn't happen, which makes me nervous about Elijah Mitchell. But Debo is the best player in the field. I'm finding a way to get Debo the ball in as many ways as possible, whether it's a slant, whether it's deep out, whether it's tossing him on a, on a, um, Running back toss, whether it's an end-around reverse, you want the ball in Debo Samuel's hand, especially in the red zone, because he's the dude who can make two people miss and then take it another 15 yards to the house, like he did a lot last year. Uh, I think he's a little higher than a low-end wide receiver one. I, I don't think there's going to be 10 wide receivers that are better Debo Samuel. I just, I can't nail I'll be yeah. honest. I have, <laughs> I, I,
0: I have a few guys ahead of him that I think are being drafted after him personally. Um, but I could be wrong and I could be eating crow come at the end of the year. So, you know, if that happens, I fully accept it. But that's where guys? I'm at with him. Huh? Who are those guys? I'm not telling you. I'll tell you after the draft. I'm not telling you now, though. Who is it? Who could it be? Who could it be? It's not DK Metcalf. Oh, no. Absolutely not. I'll tell you that right now. No. (laughs) No. Definitely not him. So.
1: I don't know. I just think a young quarterback like Trey Lance needs a guy like Debo Samuel. And I also think you can help Brandon Ayuk, too. I have Brandon Ayuk as a sleeper. Ayuk's talented when he's not fucking in uh, Kyle Shanahan's doghouse, or when he's on Craig's team. So as long as those two things don't happen, I like Brandon Ayuk too. As a possible steal. Um, Elijah Mitchell. I don't. I don't know if. I don't know if he can be that guy that I want to have as my – how do you feel about Elijah Sousa? I know you hate 49ers running backs. I know you
0: won't draft them. No. Sousa's
2: not I will, he's I will lying.
0: He's lying to us. He's lying to himself.
2: I will say that he was given a lot more um, work or a lot more like, confidence, I guess, in the coaching from the coaching staff than I was expecting. With his injuries – I thought, you know, in Jeff Wilson's um, tenure there and, and loyalty there and whatnot, been there for years, they know him well. I thought he would kind of just surpass Elijah Mitchell with, because of the injuries. But every time Elijah Mitchell was able to play, he'd be the guy. So I'm like, okay, I guess this guy really is the one if he's healthy. And he was very good when he was healthy playing. Uh, but that's the thing, health. And whether it's Mitchell, whether it's Jeff Wilson, whether it's Raheem Moster, whether it's Trey Sermon, they're gonna get hurt, and I don't wanna be a part of it. Don't wanna be a part of it.
1: Yeah, me neither.
2: But yeah, I, mean, I will fun. say I think he's he's the running back one, like confidently. I agree. So
1: and if With he's healthy, not he's wanting any good. part
0: of it. Yeah.
1: Um anything
0: else about the 49ers. No, let's get let's get to the picks, baby.
1: Well, hold on a second. Who's going to win the NFC West? Uh,
0: Rams.
2: Not the Seahawks.
0: Definitely not the Seahawks.
2: Eliminate them.
0: Not the Seahawks. Rams, baby. If the Rams go back to the playoffs again, winning the division,
1: can't see For the Niners sure. threatening them. The Cardinals might, but I don't think they got that dog in them. the Rams. I agree.
2: You don't think uh there's there's the narrative that Stafford maybe gets badly hurt or something. And uh he has to sit and the Cardinals might sneak in.
0: I mean, you can't you can't depend on injury. We're assuming health here. I mean, obviously, if if Matt Stafford's elbow is an issue for the entirety of the season, then yeah, I could see potentially Arizona maybe jumping them but they would have to play at a very high level that I don't know if they're capable of yet because they haven't really showed it you know look at their uh performance in the playoff last year I mean they kind of really petered out uh toward the end of the season like I said they started off very 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 good and then they just slowly descended the rest of the season so
2: yeah yeah I'll give it to the Rams just saying we know Stafford's hurt it's just a matter of. How risky you think that is long term
1: well we did it all 32 teams were covered in depth over the past two months Um, if you want to hear our recaps on any of them go into the archives on whatever platform you listen to Um, the archives next week it is week one beginning Mm -hmm. of week one we will give our predictions for the year, our stellar awards, excuse me, our stellar awards predictions. We will return Pickskin Pick'ems with a prize that is now has to double up since last year's prize wasn't claimed. We will have the first sizzling hot takes of the year. And all our fantasy teams are going to be drafted by next week. That's right, baby. It's going to be owned by Donkey Kong. Um, you guys have anything else to add?
0: No. Um, we're about to do draft order for, uh, the Westport league. Um, which you could actually tune into and watch if you watched us when we fucking record live. See, that's the thing. What I'm going to do right now is I'm going to end this podcast.
1: So all audio listeners, we appreciate you. But when you log into the Twitch and you watch this live, you get a little bit of extra. You get a little bit of extra content. And tonight you're getting that extra content And we That's do our I mean. draft lottery. So, Sousa Mason, this time next week on the pod, it's going to be week one. Sousa, anything to say before we wrap it up? Alls. Yep.
0: Yeah, that about does it.
1: All right.